You know, uh, Chris, one of the most fascinating men I've met recently in any of the podcasts we've done is Squire Rushnell. And then his wife, Louise, like was a major bonus. I didn't know I'd be interviewing both of them, but uh, it's going to be a, a really remarkable conversation today on Brave Men on a podcast that's sponsored by Christian Men's Network. And uh, with me, I'm Paul Cole, and with me is Chris Shields. And uh, these guys are are fascinating and he's the guy that came up with the whole god wink thing yes which yes. i had heard about but i didn't know this was the guy no he you know. is is amazing and i love the humility that both of them walk oh, yeah. in like they're some of the sweetest guys super and, easy to work i mean with. his wife obviously not a guy but you know they're just well you're from california so <laughs> You know, it's, like, it's the Cali thing, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. You and me have that whole Cali thing on us. Yes. Everybody's, hey, those guys. Yes, the Cali swag. That's yeah, what I yeah. like to call now it. Now we're living in Texas, <laughs> yes. and we have to say y'all. Y'all. Yeah. You together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this guy, Squire Rushnell, I mean, this man uh, really made Good Morning America number one with ABC television. He was an executive with ABC for over 20 years. He built Good Morning America, became the guy who did Schoolhouse Rock. Yes. Did you ever see that show? I've, I saw the play when I was in New York. Okay. Yes. Schoolhouse Rock. And then, uh, so then God Winks on NBC Today show yes. has been going on for about five years, been one of their top segments. And then Louise is like, she's a remarkable person. Yes. The two of them together are Power couple. stunning. <laughs> and, and we end up talking... I mean, they got a movie that just came out. Yes. All right. Big hit on yes. Hallmark. And uh, but we talked about their book on prayer. I mean, this thing is deep. It, it is an absolutely fascinating interview. And she does. Uh, what do you call it? Where you mimic somebody? Um, impressions. Impressions. There yeah. You thank go. you. Yes. Good. Good answer. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for helping me out. Yes. Man. You know, that's why we're a team, too. Yeah. <laughs> Now, she traveled with some really famous people, right? Yes, Tim Conway. Yeah, Tim Conway. Yes, Har Tim Conway Harvey and Corman. Harvey Corman. Yes. Do you know who those guys are? I've heard of Tim You've Conway, of, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know who Harvey... Okay, because yeah, cause you're younger. Yes. And I mean, the, these are some of the most classic, uh, funny moments in the history of television. Wow. Was on the Carol Burnett show. Okay. And she tells us, Louise tells us about meeting Carol and then meeting... Uh, I don't want to give it away. This yes. Is this a spoiler alert right yes. now? Okay. But you can't mute. You don't want to mute while you were listening to a podcast. <laughs> no. You can't be like, hey, turn away from your set yeah, right now. Yeah, don't listen to this right now. Yeah, don't listen to this. <laughs> Come back later. But anyway, she tells us the people she met and, and uh, how she went on the road. And then uh, Squire tells us. what's the Now, the movie they just came out with, it's a yes. big hit, just dropped yesterday. A God Wink Hallmark. Christmas. A God Wink Christmas. Second Chance, First Love. Second chance, first love. Yes. Okay, do we have any spoilers we can give away right now? Before yeah, we, get into this? we got a little we bit of a, a spoiler. You know, high do? school sweethearts okay. getting back together. Getting back together. Yes, after, you know, a tough he moved away. transition um, through a, a relationship. Okay. And, you know, doors are open with a God wink for a rekindling so of a, a relationship. God wink is a coincidence. Yes. Yeah, he, this or, is... Yeah, I mean, another yeah. way that I would like to even say it is like the intentionality of God. The intentionality of God. Yes. Uh, maybe we should tell Squire to change yeah, Godwink. Let's call him up. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. I think Godwink worked. Yes. Yeah, it did. since he's already written, uh, they've got uh, a number of books. Oh, he's got yes. 12 books on yes. the Godwink series. 
and then he and his wife have written some books. And, and I think, you know, to me, uh, the one that we just uh, talk about today, about praying together, staying together, uh, I think this is huge. It's a 40-day prayer plan. Anyway, hey, let's get into it. I'm excited to uh, have today on uh, Brave Men, Squire Rushnell and Louise Duarte. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. Talking with Squire Rushnell and Louise Duarte, and uh, they've written so many different books. You guys have been involved in television and media. Louise, you've worked with Tim Conway, and uh, I don't know, now both of you are directors, so it must be an interesting dynamic at the dinner table. <laughs> well, but, Squire, Squire does the heavy lifting. Okay. He writes mainly the Godwin books, and I edit and maybe add a little bit here and there. You're the okay. spiritual voice. Yeah, but uh, you wrote, you've written Godwinks, a number of books, many different languages. And then you guys begin to work together. This is fascinating to me, working together in a 40-day prayer challenge. Mm -hmm. And now a whole, if you will, line extension of those books. Your background, though, comes in, in uh, what we would call, you know, it's just a layman, you know, New York and Hollywood. Sure. Basically, right? Secular, yeah. yep. Yeah. So uh, general market, but nonetheless, thought provokers. Squire, where did that start for you? Uh, how did you get into television, ABC, all the th amazing things you've done over the years? Well, I always wanted to be a radio announcer when I was a kid. Really? I talked into a sawed-off broom handle, pretending that I was David Brinkley, mainly to drive my older brother crazy. Uh, so I, I was right on that path from sixth grade on. Wow. And uh, and when I found myself, to, I was at the Westinghouse stations, and then I found myself at the ABC station in uh, in Chicago, and we started a morning show, and it was a local morning show, but it beat the Today Show, and that's that was kind of the rocket that sent me off to New York, and uh, eventually running Good Morning America, and right. uh, and then on on my way. <laughs> yeah, now, and you've met some some interesting people. Louise, one of the people that, that's always fascinating to me that you worked with and, and met was Tim Conway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, a, what a brilliant, uh, just his timing, mm. you know, was exquisite. Uh, what was it like to work with some of those people? You worked some of the people we all saw on television and you've been involved in those for years. Well, it was a real answer to prayer because as a kid growing up in Quincy, Massachusetts, when all the other little girls were playing with dolls, I was up in my bedroom pretending to do sketches with Tim Conway and Harvey Corman. No. I was Carol Burnett. Oh yeah. Oh, that's all I wanted to do. And I, my mother, who was very Italian Catholic, used to take me to the Catholic church and she'd say to me in her thick Boston accent, he has a quarter light a candle for the souls in purgatory. And I would light the candle and I always prayed the same thing. I'd say, please God, I just want to work with Tim and Harvey. I just want to meet Carol Burnett. <laughs> Years later, I end up in California. I was doing a variety show on television and I was fortunate enough to do a sketch where I played Carol Burnett. And mm -hmm. you know, when she had the little red wig, and I'd say, yeah. Yes, y'all have any questions? Uh huh, yep, you in the back. Uh huh, <laughs> yes, so nice to see you. And anyway, Carol saw the sketch, 
And she called me up. She found my home number. She called me up at home and I pick up the phone one day. I say hello and I hear, hi Louise, this is Carol Burnett. Listen, I just saw you do an impression of me and I thought it was oot and I'd love to meet you. Well, now here I'm about to meet the woman I wanted to meet more than anyone else in the world. Yeah. I go to her office at the Disney Studios. I meet Carol. I spend the day with her. It was the greatest day of my life. And when I left her and I was walking out to my car, I just looked up to heaven and I said, God, if I could just meet Tim and Harvey now. <laughs> and totally unrelated. These are all God winks. These are all God winks. Totally unrelated. Yeah. I get a call one day from Tim Conway saying, Harvey Corman and I are doing a show together. We saw some of your work and we would love to invite you to join us. And that was 15 years of just a beautiful, loving relationship with Tim and Harvey, who became dear, dear friends. And, wow. you know, I miss them terribly. I mean, they were the icons. They were the best of the best. Yeah. We did over 100 dates a year all around the country at performing arts theaters. Really, hey, where did so now Godwinks and and uh, probably some people you're listening to or watching and you've seen the books, you've seen them because millions of books have sold, and uh, but some of you haven't. So I just want to say, I'm talking with Squire Rushnell and his wife Louise Duart, and the book is Godwinks, but then there's a whole line extension of that mm -hmm. when Godwinks and mm -hmm. now Dogwinks. Yeah, it wasn't oh, books. <laughs> wasn't sure if that was the dyslexic version <laughs> but uh fascinating stuff where did that come from i mean where did that thing drop in your heart because it's such an impressionable it's a brand it's a, well, it's a huge brand well you know god does everything so god put first of all god puts curiosity on my heart and it was when i was reading a history book about adams and jefferson and i discovered that they both died on the same day these two guys Adams and Jefferson had more to do with the signing of the Declaration of Independence than any others, other than uh, 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 Benjamin Franklin. These two guys both died on the same day. And that day was July 4th, 1826, the exact 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And I was so moved by that, I actually started crying. Hmm. I started thinking, what? That can't be coincidence. It, it had, there has to be more than coincidence. And I was sitting in my New York apartment, which is never too big, you know, it was like eight yeah. feet to the other side of the wall. And I had this mammoth bookshelf with about a dozen books on it. And, and I had them arranged according to... Uh, presidential things and so forth. And I started thinking, if I were to write a book about what was going on, uh, called Coincidence, right. how, how would I find out who, who was the president at the time that Adams and Jefferson died? Because maybe that president did a eulogy on these two guys and I'd find out something. And it turned out, that as I went across the room, I pulled off a book about presidents and John Quincy Adams was the president in 1826. And I thought, well, that's interesting. The son of the guy right. who I'm talking about, but it didn't say anything about him doing a eulogy. 
And the, so I put the book back on the shelf. And right next to it, there was a really ugly little thin black book. And I thought, what the heck is this little ugly thin book doing on all of my 12 or 13 <laughs> leather bound books that would make me look smart, you know? And, yeah. and so I pulled that off and I opened it up and I thought, Webster's Orations. I opened it up and it was printed in 1853. And I realized it was a book of Daniel Webster's famous speeches. Wow. And on page number one was his speech called The Eulogy to Adams and Jefferson. Daniel oh, Webster, the biggest speaker of the day, was the one who did the eulogy. And in those 90 pages, what a long speech that was, yeah. he talked about coincidence after coincidence after coincidence. And that drew me into the quest. And fast forward, literally 20 years later, I was giving a talk at Dr. Norman Vincent Peale's country church, meaning the one that he lived across the street from. And, and, the, and the, the preacher was away and he asked me if I'd like to talk that day. And so I gave this talk about coincidence. Is it evidence of a grand plan? Mm. I have no idea. I'm just the guy who brought you Schoolhouse Rock and Scooby-Doo. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm curious. And I started. <laughs> but those are, for a lot of us, though, those are social markers, man. Those are marking points in a lot of people's lives. Of course. But that is how the first book began. And the word Godwink came about really as, as I was writing this a book about coincidence. And, and it just didn't seem right that coincidence was the word because everybody yeah. that I talked to said, well, really, I, a coincidence isn't really a coincidence if it comes from God. And so Louise and I started praying about that. Hmm. And I think we, we, we prayed for like six months and we talked to people. And um, one day that little word, God wink, just came into my mind. And I thought, hey. There's a fun little word. It's not threatening to people. No, it's not. You know, like Godspeed, God sin, God wink. And so I, I, I had already written my manuscript at that point for the first book. And, um, and I took out every coincidence word and I put in God wink and I, and it fit. And even more important than that, Paul, when, when people started reading it, they put it into their language very quickly because it filled a vacancy in the language. Yeah. A coincidence that isn't a coincidence, but comes from a divine origin. Yeah, because coincidence sometimes could just be, you know, I was looking for a, you know, a particular kind of car and then there, there it was. Or, you know, it yeah. sounds not as uh, divinely oriented or originated, but yeah. a Godwink is like, you know, I, and I say that to my wife all the time. I'll go, you know, something will happen and they'll be like, how did that happen? How did we get in this line? Or how did that come through? Or, yeah. And I'll just look at her and go, God loves my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's no other way to explain it. Winking at your wife. <laughs> yeah. He's flirting. Of course, the, the opposite of that is the joke they tell in Brazil, which is, uh, 
they look at a man's wife and they say, wow, you must really be a man of prayer. She's a very beautiful woman. Yeah. And then they say, but your wife, she must not pray much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a joke on that one. But this thing, it, it really is a beautiful thing. And the beauty of it, what I love about Godwinks is it, it bridges culturally. Yeah. You know, I can talk to somebody about that and say, well, it's a Godwink. And they go, well, what is that? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. something where divine intervention of God in our lives. Yeah. Well, how would that happen? And now all of a sudden there's these non-threatening openings. Yes. In other words, what, what God gave you, I think, Squire, was uh, something that lowers the threshold. Yeah. So you can walk through the door without tripping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah, and they're conversation did, starters. They yeah. really are. Yeah, yeah there you um, go. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's another wonderful description of what you're talking about that came to us uh, through a pastor friend of ours, Jim Reeves, at West Covina Faith yeah. Church. I know Jim. 20,000 yeah. member church. Okay. We, we've known Jim and Marguerite for a long time. Oh, yeah. And they were, in fact, we were talking to them about pray together, stay together. And, and, and God winks and the hallmark was interested in at God winks at that time. And then they got so excited. And Jim, you know, he, he's kind of very boyish anyway, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he said, you know what I, you know what I love about you two guys is that you're so shallow. <laughs> he looked at him for a second and he said, no, no, I didn't mean that. No, what I mean is you bring him into the shallow end of the pool and we pastors take him into the deep end. And we said, that's it. That is us. The lady who does funny voices, the guy who brought you Schoolhouse Rock, we are shallow people. <laughs> and finally, we're shallow for God. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm just seeing T-shirts already. Oh, yeah. I think T-shirts and coffee mugs. That is, uh, gosh, that's a great story. Yeah, Jim Reeves, he's the first guy, first guy I ever saw who had a little, this is back in the day. And he handed out, if you go, went to his church, he handed you a, a little, a little CD-ROM. Ah, uh, yeah. And you would put it in your computer, and then he would pop up. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Now I'm I've got a background in that media and so forth and so on. But I'd never seen a church hand out a little CD-ROM. You put it in there, and he would pop up on the screen. He'd go, "Okay, over there is our children's thing." And if you punch that button over here, uh, take your take that little thing down there that moves yeah. around. It's called the mouse. And move it over there and click that. Yeah, move it. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's fabulous. Yeah, right, man. You know yeah. it's um. You know, my, my mom and dad, uh, who began this ministry, and they both passed away 18 and 20 years ago, uh, their dearest friends uh, that you may have run across, Gavin and Patty McLeod. Oh, I love, love them. them. Love yeah. Them. Love them. They're in one of our books. They're love stories. Yep. We love really? them. Really? Yes. One of the Godwin books. Yeah. I need to get that one because we they, they'd go out to, uh, my mom was a member of the John Wayne Tennis Club, and this is back in the day, and, and they'd go out to Palm Springs and spend time together. And, and uh, just the finest people. It, it's Wonderful. pretty amazing how God has used people who are followers of Christ, people who have yeah. a, a centering in faith, to be able to inject that into yes. culture through movies, television, entertainment. You, you know, you talk about that, Squire. You say, well, I brought, you know, this thing and that thing on. My thing is this, is because if we're not careful in the church world, 
And as we disciple men around the world, what happens is, and particularly the men's movement, we, we make it sort of uh, gung-ho, macho, motorcycles, which I think are awesome, pickup trucks and mm-hmm. chewing tobacco. But, well, maybe not the chewing tobacco. But, but the fact is, is that to me, a man writing a script like, like the first, um, like some of the movies that are out now, uh, what was the one uh, where they did the Lord's Prayer right in, in the middle of it? Is Spider-Man. The first Spider-Man. And right in the middle of it is this little insertion of kingdom stuff. Uh, Or Lauren Cunningham's son who did the ABC miniseries on 9-11. Directed it. And I think about these things. And to me, a person who writes a script is as much a part of culture with the kingdom as the guy who stands on a stage on a Sunday morning. You that's, bet. That's true. Yeah. 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 You, because it's, ideas have consequences. Yeah. 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 And everyone and has talking. a job for God. Yeah. And it just, you know, we have yeah. to know, we, as they, as they say, bloom where you're planted, but he will give you the talents. And then if you use it for his glory, sure. he'll, he'll increase that territory. Yeah. So I look at what you have done uh, with God Winks, and I look at what both of you have done uh, in you know, what may be called the entertainment industry, but really it's, it's a life formation industry. It's because it shapes people's thoughts. In fact, movies and TV shows like you've done shape thinking more for young people than a Sunday school or a Sunday morning. Yes. Right. Yes. it does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so when we take, so for my deal is I'm, I'm just saying to people listening to the podcast, if you're a dad, if you've got kids and they, they want to build a video game, help them, figure mm-hmm. out how to do that and get the kingdom in that mm-hmm. video game. Yeah. They want to write movies. You know, the Proverbs says train up a child in the bent of their life and the way they should go, mm-hmm. not the way you think they should be shaped. Mm-hmm. But Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, where the Bible says every one of us is a masterpiece uh, destined by God from before we were born to do good works. Right. What is that? It's based on the bent of your life. So how did the two of you begin to write, the 40 day prayer challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, when we got married, it was over 20 years ago now. Squire, Squire had been married twice before. I'm Mrs. Rushnell the third. And um, I had I a failed yeah, twice. He before, failed yeah. twice. I've and never heard I, that before. Yeah. And um, I was uh, married to a man who, it's like a Jerry Springer show. He left me for another woman and sued me for alimony and won. But that's a whole nother story. Not that I'm bitter. But anyway, um, but it did become your talk at Women of Faith. It did. But um, Squire and I had entered into something that we had never done in our other marriages. We began to pray together. And when we did that, we saw the most amazing things happen, Mm. not just in our relationship, but in our prayers. We saw prayer. It was like, as you say, it's like throwing a sponge in the water when there's uh, two people praying and, and your heavenly father is right in the center mm-hmm. and it just expands exponentially. And it was amazing. The prayers that were answered, mir- I mean, miracles. We started miracles. talking about this most intimate act between a man and a woman. And when we stood on a platform in a church and we would say that, you could almost see the gray haired ladies <laughs> widening their eyes. <laughs> But it is. But it is the most intimate act between a man and a woman when you pray together. It is the greatest 
x-ray machine. It's the greatest transparency wow. that, that any marriage can have. And we just got so excited about it. We just started blabbing to people and so forth. And we realized that we had hit upon something that was not very common, mm. even among the church-going people. No, and and when, in fact, when we went to church, it was then to talk about this, it would, people would come up to us and say, gee, that is great. How do you do it? How do you do that? And, yeah, and, and, you, and when and, do you have a certain place, a certain time? What yeah. words do you say? And so it, was realize, such a, yeah. it was such a foreign idea. Yes. My wife prays there. I pray over here. We both pray, but we, we, we never thought of praying together. And, and I think that the church, I don't think the church as a, as a general, you know, word, right. uh, I don't think the church encourages that a lot because they have, you know, the women of faith. We have the men's Bible group and no. the women's Bible group. Hey, this is Chris. I want to take a moment right in the middle of this great conversation to let you know the Brave Men podcast is a production of the Christian Men's Network Worldwide and the Global Fatherhood Initiative. Christian Men's Network has helped pastors and leaders disciple men for over 40 years. You can find all the resources for mentoring and fatherhood at cmn.men. That is the Christian Men's Network at cmn.men. We have tremendous resources for churches with special discounts for groups on that website. Everything a church needs from A to Z to mentor and disciple men of all ages and backgrounds. And CMN created a 12-part training course on how to create a successful men's ministry for pastors and leaders. Check it out. Majoringinmen.com. Majoringinmen.com, which is the solution to men's discipleship. Because of the generous sponsorship of the Christian Men's Network partners, what would normally cost $100 is now free. That's the majoringinmen.com. Now, let's get back to this powerful interview between Paul Squire Rushnell and Luis Duarte. You've really hit something there because as men, and, and here we have Christian Men's Network Global Fatherhood Initiative, the men's movement yeah. we're involved in. Uh, I, I find that's one of the key things I talk about to men is about praying with the wives. And the, the threshold for that and the obstacle for most men is performance. Yes. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. essentially, you know, yeah. this get real in the culture in which we live today, mm-hmm. Everything about a man is based on performance. Yeah, of course. It's based on, you know, working, making money. And uh, we've got uh, a very close friend of ours, Nancy Houston, who's a sex therapist. Uh, and her husband's a contractor. It's great. They're building contractors. So it's a great balance. And they're close friends. And she talks about it all the time. And I have her come speak at our men's meetings. And she talks about how we put this performance thing on men from the bedroom to the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, here's a guy who goes, okay, I'm trying to figure this out, trying to figure that out, and now I'm supposed to pray? Mm-hmm. What What mm-hmm. if I don't know the words? Right, right. right. Well, I have to tell you, that, it. It was, it, that was an obstacle because most women would say, I can't get my husband to pray, pray with me. So we did this 40-day prayer challenge where we say you just pray together five minutes a day for 40 days and see what happens. Wow. be part of this study that we're doing actually with Baylor University, the first empirical study of whatever ha- what happens when two people pray together consistently for 40 days. They've never done a study before, believe it or not. Really? 
So, so the men got on board and I have to tell you, they were slow at first, mm -hmm. but the most amazing thing happened after about two weeks, the men uh, invariably, the men started taking over the role of becoming the leader of the family, becoming the leader. And wow. it, it, yeah. it, the switch was just phenomenal it's to see what God did. It's fascinating. And, yeah. and what did you say that a woman likes to hear? She she said, a guy, I, is, a, a guy is worried about becoming vulnerable. Right. And yeah, she said, right. I heard the heart of my husband. Oh. It made her more attracted to him. And so their lovemaking was better because they, they were, he was able to share things with her you know, intimate things that about work or whatever that was bothering him, it would come up in mm. prayer. And he used to think that was weakness. He didn't want to share it with her, right. but in prayer, she saw it as strength. I mean, it's amazing how the enemy has fooled uh, mm. couples. You know, it, it really is a, it's a total yeah. dupe what he's done. It's yeah, all transparency. It's fantastic. We had uh, Darlene check. We, had, we were doing a men's conference down in Peru. This is about five years ago six years ago. And Darlene Check wrote that book, uh, wrote the song, uh, Shout to the Lord. Oh, yeah. She's, she was the original Hillsong worship leader. Oh, uh, sure. And she and her husband, Mark, they now pastor in the north coast of Australia. But we found out she was doing some compassion uh, commercials down in the jungle in Peru. So as they were coming out, I said, hey, could Darlene do an opening little bit for our men's conference? And there's about 2,800 men there. And we're in the middle of Lima, Peru, and she gets up and she said something, Louise, I've never forgotten this. She got up and she said this, Squire, she said, when men worship, women feel safe. Yes. Mm. I've never forgotten that because think about what women do for security. That's right. Talking about domestic violence, I was just on a number of shows because it's spiked 38% in larger cities in oh, America during the COVID thing. Because yeah. everybody's locked in. Right. Well, the the older the woman, this is a st the statistics, psychological stuff, APA, all that. The older the woman, the longer she'll stay in a dysfunctional or violent situation. This is amazing. Why why does she do that? Security. Yes. For her kids, for others. Sure. And I thought, man, what you guys have done with the forty day prayer challenge is really, if you will allowed me to become intimate with my wife in a place that I've never been intimate before in that vulnerability. One of the things we teach is that prayer produces intimacy. Yes, it does. Yeah. Produces intimacy with the one you pray to. That's right. Mm -hmm. You pray for and the one you pray with. Mm -hmm. Three levels of intimacy. So well, I want to make so many testimonies that will blow your mind. I mean, it just, I mean, people who are on the verge of going into, you know, divorce, they were going to be divorced. They've gone through all the, the counseling and we're not against counseling. Believe me, I think that's yeah, a good totally. thing. Yeah. But there are couples that they've tried everything and then they said, well, let's just do what they told us to do. We'll pray for five minutes a day and their marriages were saved. We do see miracles happen. And with Baylor University, we already have some initial studies that are just incredible what mm. happens. Yeah. Yeah. So is and, this, this, this is in process right now then, Square, right? Yeah, we've actually, well, it's been in process for about six years now. Okay. And, and when we went to, actually, we went to Barna first. Mm -hmm. We went to Barna to get some research on what happens when two people pray together consistently. And George Barna said, we've never done studies on two people mm -hmm. praying together. 
I said, George, how come? No. Nobody ever asked me. And then we found our way to Byron Johnson at Baylor Institute for the Studies of Religion. And, um, and he said, we also have never done a study on what happens when people pray together consistently. He said, but we're going to start now. He got so excited. So, so we basically said, we will gather the data. Mm-hmm. We, will, mm-hmm. we will gather the data. And when we gather enough, mm-hmm. we'll bring it to you and you will analyze it. And so that's basically what we've been doing. We have, uh, through the years, just been gathering the mm-hmm. data with the big churches that are coming on board to wow. do these. So now, so now you've got, so six years is what they begin to call a longitudinal study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you can begin to graph it. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and so if there's people listening right now, uh, could they help with that? If there's a pastor yes. listening uh, with a church and, and he can somehow empirically, you can help them empirically pull this data, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have yeah. everything. Yeah. We have the website that tells you everything is great for the churches, what's, for the what's individuals. The Here's, it's praystay.org. Praystay.org. The name of our 501c3 is Pray Together, Stay Together, which was the Father Peyton uh, sign-off in the 50s and uh, on his TV show and at his evangelist events. And uh, when we started looking into that, we thought, I wonder if anybody's trademarked that. Nobody had. So we trademarked. (laughs) Pray Pray Together, Stay Together. together. That that sounds like something that... That's a God wink in itself. Isn't that's a it? God wink right there because uh, that sounds like something. I mean, you're talking about TV back in the 50s. Cardinal yeah. Cushing or somebody would have already. That's exactly. That's yes. exactly right. That was during the yeah. Card- Cardinal Cushing yeah. dates. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, uh-huh. not that I'm that old, but. Yeah, me neither. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that at all. So yeah. what happens I've seen it know? on Nickelodeon. You know? Yeah, right. When you go uh, to Christay.org. Praystay.org. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm really fired up about that. And if yeah. you know, you know, I know we're talking on the podcast, recording a lot of kind of thing, but but I would like to send that out. We've got a number of key churches that we work with uh, across right. the United States yeah. uh, because yeah. that fascinates me. And here's why: there's some guys. In fact, most guys, you know, prove it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Prove it. Yes. Yeah. Show right. me. Yeah. I know two horses pulling together pull three times as much weight as one. Yeah. Yeah. But but prayer, seriously? Yeah. What's yeah. that you know, how's that gonna make a difference between my my uh, daughter getting jacked up in junior high or my son mm-hmm. doing drugs when he gets in ninth grade? Sure. Mm-hmm. And you go, no, no, no. This this actually works and this yeah. is fantastic. Well, and it not only works for the couple, but we we uh, had done it for a church, Church of the Highlands in, in uh, Alabama. Of course. Yeah, and um, they invited us to come out and they got together all these couples who had taken the 40-day prayer challenge because we have a workbook and everything that goes with it. And so they took it as a small study group and w- each couple got up and told us stories. And one of the most precious stories was how their children saw a difference in their parents, how they treated each other, how they treated the kids. And, and one of the couples said, my kids said, mom, why are you and dad laughing more now? Why, why are you so wow. happy now? Yeah. So it really has a cause and effect. Yeah. And, and the, one of the things we want to do is because, I mean, we're, we're all Christians and we know this is great for Christians, but 
What we want to do is go to the secular world where we're from and go back in there. We've already been told by NBC, the Today Show, that if you can get us the empirical study, we can show a scientific evidence Mm -hmm. of cause and effect of prayer. And because there is, it's it's unbelievable. And it's all on the website. You, you see when people pray for the first day and then the 40th day, what happens to their lives, their mm-hmm. careers, their everything in their household. So we want, to, we want the world to understand that that's how the world changes, one prayer at a time. Yeah. We can do that. This is fantastic. Praystay.org. And you're talking about Chris and Tammy Hodges uh, and uh, Dino and Delenn uh, and... Uh, all, all our other great friends down there at um, Church of the Highlands. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, this is fantastic. And so praystay.org. And it's also where they can order the materials or just get them on the Amazon. What's the best for you guys? Well, they can order anything. that They can order the materials there. But okay. we've also, with Robert Morris's church at Gateway Dallas, we did a series of about 12 videos, which are on that site which, because the most frequently asked question, as I mentioned before, is how do you do it? And so yeah. we actually put people together to pray together for the first time. In, on camera. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then we, we interview them 40 days later. Yeah. So you don't have to buy anything. I mean, there's books that can help. It's yeah. not even about that. It's about yeah. take the challenge. Yeah. You'll have everything you need on the website. It'll tell, give you sample prayers if you don't know how to pray. Yeah. And it'll give you statistics. So... All of that stuff, it's, this is our mission. As much as we love, you know, we do Hallmark movies and Netflix and stuff, this is our heart right here, yeah. is that if we can leave a legacy of prayer yeah. when we're long gone and people are praying, then praise God, hallelujah. This That's is the, the, Baylor, the Baylor study is there. That okay. the Baylor research, we say, here's how you, we, we tell people about what it does, what you have to do. You go and you take, you do the study, uh, the, each partner does the study separately and uh, online it takes about 10 minutes to do this, the survey and then you pray for 40 days and then we send you little reminder letters through the 40 days to remind you to stand course and encourage you and don't forget to go back and take the survey again on the 40th day because that's how okay. we get the research the before and after and once they do that 40th day research then they get an email called your prayer score and wow. we take 20 of those questions and we get and they see bar graphs it's just as simple as kids in kindergarten here's where we were in the beginning how often we prayed now here we are. How often we argued, how often, you know. Even romance, how, how much your romance goes <laughs> up in that 40 days. It, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, now see, now, now you're messing with something because I'd be like, babe, that, that score right there, that should be a good score, okay? <laughs> that should be a good score. That, yes. Well, that'll get men praying at least. That needs to be a better score right there. Anyway, that's, and then the gateway is gatewaypeople.com. Uh, they're great. In fact, my son-in-law is uh, one of their pastors. He pastors the prison church, the church. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh, we love what they're what doing. What advances they've oh, made there. Huh? We love so, that. Uh, Robert and Debbie, uh, they've been friends of ours since. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been a friend of Pastor Robert since 1983, oh. somewhere around there, 84. Yeah. Well, can I tell you a real quick story about Robert? Because Please. Yeah. We, we met 
what Robert met us because he heard about the 40 day prayer challenge and he called Squire up and he said, this is the simplest idea. And Squire said, well, I'm the schoolhouse rock guy. So we make everything simple. So when we went out there to Dallas, we had dinner with them and he had no idea that Squire was also the Godwink guy. Oh. So he said something and I said, oh, that's a Godwink. He said, what's a Godwink? And we explained it to him. And so then they started talking and Pastor Robert had the most incredible Godwink story, how he even came to know the Lord. And he and Squire now have, he said, Squire, we have to do something that Godwinks and the Bible. So Squire does a Godwink story, a modern day Godwink story, real story. And then Pastor Robert takes a story from the Bible and they put it together. We'll send it to you. It's really, it's really cool. I have the same values, forgiveness or whatever. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. And you guys, you guys, you do your part for Martha's Vineyard, and he does his yeah. part in his role. Oh yeah, that's exactly. We right. love him. Yeah. We love him in yeah. his church. Yeah. And they're just. Great. And we just wrapped up the forty-day prayer challenge. One of the forty-day prayer challenges at Lakewood Church. Yes, and they're really? doing a, a cycle of them there. Yeah, they're going to do them again uh, up until the end of September, and then on September twenty-sixth, we're joining up with Jonathan Kahn. Uh, and Kevin um, Jessup, Jessup uh, for the return, mm -hmm. which is that big event in Washington, yeah. really to promote national prayer 40 days before the election. And so we're urging people to take the 40-day prayer challenge beginning September 25th. Yeah. will end on election day. Yeah. In fact, Chris, who, who uh, our producer who got in touch with you, will be there at that with uh, oh, one of my close friends is a man by the name of Jim Garlow. He's on our board. Oh, oh yeah, we yeah. met Jim. Mm -hmm. Jim and Rosemary. And uh, yeah. yeah, so they're very involved in that whole prayer movement. We've yeah. had actually right now it's somewhere around 6,000 men at Lakewood who have gone through Maximized Manhood. Oh, is that right? Yeah, this is our men's discipleship training. And John Bowman is the pastor on on the team that's in charge yes, of we've that met him. area which you would have probably met because he's also in charge of groups or something mm. like that. yeah yeah he was right. a businessman for many years and really literally sacrificed everything come mm. on staff god's renewed his there's a lot of things that happened in his life but that church lakewood people watch uh pastor joel on tv who i've known since 84 because our dads were friends Oh. Uh, and we were both in television. Mm -hmm. You know, he was the producer. It was mm -hmm. never going to be the guy out front. And oh, yeah. me, I was never going to be the guy. Who <laughs> and now here we are. But, uh, uh -huh. you know, it's been amazing to see how men's lives change. And one of the things we hit, and I want to get this into it, you guys, is that and connect all the dots for us is one of the things we hit all the time is men uh, praying with their wives. And I teach guys, uh, in fact, I do a, listen, I can do, I do a five minute thing. I'll go, I'm going to change your world. It's going to take me five minutes. And what I do is I just, it, it's not quite this, but it's like, Hey, as your wife heads off to work, or if you're heading to work first, whatever that is, grab her hand and just do this. God help my wife in this situation that she's facing today. Amen. Boom, out the door. It's all you have to do. That's beautiful. That's all you have to do. And I just want you to know that oh. you set up the atmosphere for a different life when you come home. You, you are so your right. <laughs> I, said, I just want to give you a quick, you're about, I'm about to make you a hero. 
Yes. You bet. Women, women, it's like that. You that's all they want. Bet. That will be fuel to take that wife yeah. through the day. Said, how many of us, how many of us have said the wrong thing? Yeah. As yeah. we the last thing we said, mm -hmm. and you've lived with it for the next 48 hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. everybody goes, that's Yep, beautiful. that'd be that'd be me. Yeah. Simple. And this is fantastic stuff you guys are doing. This is absolutely amazing. And uh, uh, praystay.org, praystay.org, and all the tools are there. Uh, the book, God Winks, When God Winks, Dog Winks, All the Winks. Yeah. Dog Winks is, woof, woof. Is, the, is the sweetest. <laughs> they're all God Winks with a dog in the center of it. That, uh, they're just amazing. So God uses dogs all the time they're they're like our little four-legged angels on earth right. they really are i'm surprised wink martindale hasn't uh come after you on that well we love we wink love and sandy wink, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be one of the line extensions okay, uh, but thank you louise duart and uh squire rushnell for taking time to be with us on brave men on our podcast with christian's network and global fatherhood initiative and i just want to tell you i my prayer for you and for judy and i uh, our prayer would be that that God, every place you put your feet would be holy ground. Everything your hands touch would prosper. And that God would keep you deep within the grip of his grace and favor in the days ahead. Thank you for all you do. God bless Thank you. you. Thank can, you. Can so I much. just suggest that that um, my partner, who played the role of, oh, God. <laughs> oh, George. Sign Warren. off. <laughs> yeah. I, I live to be 100. When I was a boy, the Dead Sea was always sick. <laughs> See you, Paul. Thank you so much. Good. Yeah, but you, you got to have a prop cigar somewhere. I know. <laughs> Not one. I know. I didn't have a pen. Look at it. I could have used this pen. <laughs> that is, yeah, but you're genius with that stuff. That's amazing. And we, and we love Gracie. Uh, because, uh, no, not, nobody remembers George and Gracie anymore. Goodness, man, that's awesome stuff. Anyway, uh, hey, love you guys. This has been such a blessing to meet you. Thank you. Oh, to and, us. Uh, you. you know, my uh, Judy and I have been to where you live once. And uh, we, I, you know, my promise is I have to bring her back. Oh, and, uh, listen! The door is open. The door, come on now! Okay. You should have never told us. We're gonna be. We're gonna send you pictures. We, yeah, we stayed over. The, you. Yeah. We stayed over at the. Is it called the Lighthouse Inn? Oh, there's a Lighthouse Inn Harborview. in this Harborview. Harborview. That was it. We said Harborview, right, right there for the light. Yes. Yeah. We're actually going there for dinner tonight. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. Come on, somebody! We get to go outside go eat. <laughs> Love you guys. Um, blessings thanks. to you. What a blessing to, to meet you guys and be able to connect and spend some time. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. Paul. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Paul, I got this wonderful question for okay. you. Okay. What do you do when God winks at you? What do I do when God winks? Dude, you know, uh, I guess it, it, that might be a Jonah thing. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> like God winks, Jonah goes, dude, this is messing me up. You know, this is, uh, I, I do understand the whole God winks thing. And I think it's absolutely amazing. Yes. You know, co divine coincidences where God intervenes in, uh, in your life. Yeah, but not even just coincidence. I mean, opportunities. Think yeah. about that aspect. Well, yeah, there's that. Um, I think this movie that they, that they just come out with, um, uh, and we can get a little more into that. We didn't really discuss it in the yeah. interview because he was still in production. 
but uh, the whole uh, Godwink uh, thing. What was the guy's name? What was the guy's name in the movie? The guy's name. You have um, Margie was the Margie girl. and Pat. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, Margie and Pat. Okay, cool. So he comes back. He's what? He's got a couple kids, right? Yeah, two kids. Two okay, young two boys. kids. Yep. And and he ends up running into her. They're sitting in traffic next to each other. Yes. Yeah, out of eighty million people, or whatever you know, it's eighty million people live in. Where is this? Los Angeles or something? Yes. So uh, yes, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Bottom line is, he comes back, and uh, that's such a divine coincidence. Yes. I mean, that's crazy. Yes. Think of how many things like that have happened in your life where you go, well, how did that happen? Yes. How did you meet, you know? How did you meet that guy? Or where'd that job come from? You know, well, I don't even know, man. I was talking with this guy, da 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 this happened. You know, I think the whole Godwink uh, piece uh, really explains a lot yeah. about what happens in our lives. I also uh, feel like the whole pray together, stay together piece as Squire and Louise talked about, because they'd been married before, they'd gone through different relational things. They were, I mean, these people were big time in New York and Hollywood media, all this sort of stuff, traveling the nation, uh, being with the top people. How are you gonna keep a marriage together? And that's what they had to come down to. How do we keep this together? Yeah. And they came back to prayer. Yeah. And prayer has uh, made them, you, you mentioned it off mic. Yeah. You and I were talking about them. You said they're an amazing team. Yeah. This is a general reaction as a young man, having watched them, interacted with them, and then watched them in my interview. Uh, they are an amazing team. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that comes out of not working together, but praying together. Yeah. And I mean, what I got through all this, you know, the God wink piece, mm-hmm. but also, you know, the praying thing that you're mentioning mm-hmm. is the reality of taking trust and making it tangible. Mm. And that's what that's they really did good. for us. You know what yeah. I mean? They literally allow us to see what it looks like mm-hmm. to t- truly trust God, you know, and something that keeps beating me up. And even this morning when I was thinking about this, you know, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord mm-hmm. with all your heart, lean not upon your own understanding, all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So and good, we man. have this whole show that is literally taking those principles in that scripture and putting it out in front of us. Yeah. And we can take it and think, are we going to allow it to bring action to our life? Or are we gonna to continue to sit on the couch? Yeah, you know, there's that is a great point right there, Chris, because it's something that Squire talked about. You know, God wink is one thing, but what do you do with it? Yes. You know, did you take it to an action stage? Did you have faith in him? Or did you continue to quarantine in fear? Wow. Hello, somebody. Wow. <laughs> you know, what's the result of fear? Fear always isolates. Yes. And, and they had to move past their own fear about relational equity and about openness and about, you know, talking to each other openly. Is this going to, what's this going to do? And they had to move into a place of faith. And, exactly. and that prayer time uh, built that. We know in the life of David, uh, the way he grew was intimacy and adversity. And uh, I, you know, when you watch their lives, Squire and um, Louise, I almost call it Squire and Rushnell. It's only two first names. And, um, but you know, really watching their lives and seeing them and seeing what they've been through and how now they've built this, this amazing uh, brand and these, the Hallmark movie, you know, the big hits that they've had with Hallmark and NBC and ABC and so forth. You watch all that and you say, you know what? You know, there's one thing for God to wink. It's another thing that you actually have to work. Exactly. 
And I think that that's the thing, especially in my generation, mm -hmm. that we're afraid of sometimes. Do I want to be vulnerable enough to put the action to real life in the moment? Because it's easy to put it into something in my closet with God. It's easy yeah. to love God. Well, that's it. That's that's intimacy. <laughs> you know? And then they had hit adversity. Exactly. But what did they do in the adversity? They, they built greater intimacy with God, then with each other, and then from that worked out. I mean, God wink didn't just happen. Yeah, but what do you always say? You know, you talk about, you know, private dedication. Mm -hmm. Private you know? philosophy determines public performance. Exactly. Yeah, what you do in private is what you become in public. Exactly. Proverbs 4, what you put in your heart is what you become. Jesus said, out of your heart, the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Exactly. And your words create your world. Well, thank you to Squire and Louise uh, Duarte. And I love, I could have actually gone, you know, because I've been around for a little while. And, and uh, so I know a lot of the people she does impressions of. And I, I could have gone on 10 minutes ago. Hey, do this person. Do that. <laughs> she had George Burns. I'm like, I'm dying. And I'm like, you know, a lot of people aren't going to know who that is. But I do. And I just thought she was fantastic. I don't She's know how amazing. you hear that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but thank you for being with us today on uh, Brave Men Podcast with Squire Rushnell and Louise Duarte. And uh, the uh, movie is out on Hallmark. Yes. It's now out. Is that right? Yes. It's a it's... big hit. They've had a great audience. It's a fantastic movie. Yep. A Godwink Christmas, Second Chance, First Love. A Second Chance, First Love. And I mean, we couldn't Gosh. even go break into the gospel with that. Because I mean, didn't we always second get chance. a second chance with God? Well, he's a God of do-overs. Yes. Yeah, and we're and we're living proof. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for being with us today on uh, the Brave Men podcast. Look forward to talking to you again. We've got so many different incredible people who have been on the show and who are going to be on uh, with inspiration, yes. uh, deep consecration, things that will stir us up, stretch us. So go back and look at the whole list of programs that we have and. Uh, Looking forward to some of the people that are coming up. So thanks for being with us today on Brave Men. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men. <laughs>